Welcome to Ike's Flame. Join us on another Star Wars adventure. Punch it, Chewie. Welcome, welcome to Ike's Flame and another episode, another Star Wars adventure, and I'm excited to be with you again today. And today is another Tuesday, it's actually our first Tuesday in July, it's July 7th, and if you guys are listening on the release date, if not, so glad you guys can join us, uh, great to be with you guys, this is our first episode here in July. And as you guys know, uh, if you guys have been listening a well, while, I'm going to rehash this just so you guys, if we got some newer listeners and some things like that, just that way they know uh, what's going on. And so... <clears throat> Right now with our podcast here on Ice Flame, uh, first off, I'm Ike, uh, and great to have you with us. And secondly, how we, how kind of how I'm running my podcast right now is to the we're gonna do deep dives into characters each week. So uh, Star Wars characters, and so most of the time we're doing one, maybe we do a group. Depending, we did um, Imperial Trooper, Imperial Light Trooper, Imperial Army, like. Uh, in May, um, our very first episode, we did Hera, uh, Sandula, and Kane and Jair. So, kind of, if there's a really tight partnership sort of thing, then uh, in the in that sort of thing, maybe we might put them together or may do a group, depending on what that looks like. But for the most part, we're sticking with one character a week, doing a deep dive, talking about who they are, where they come, like kind of their background, their what they did, kind of the just deep dive into the nitty gritty of uh, who they are as a Star Wars character and kind of going behind the scenes a little bit uh, more than just the movies or the main show they're in and so just kind of doing that sort of thing. So we're going to dive in today and so as I mentioned it's a new month so that means we got a new theme for the month. So this this. Uh, month theme I'm excited about and I think you guys will be too uh, so as you guys know um, we just got Kenobi released uh, the Kenobi uh, TV series released um, just a week or two ago now and that is airing on Disney Plus which uh, is super exciting super fun um, and I'm super pumped about and so with that said, we're going to do character. This month's theme is going to be characters that are related to Kenobi. Um, that have a strong tie to Kenobi. That have um, that sort of like. It helps us get to know who Kenobi is a little bit. Um, and we'll kind of have a section each show. Um, or at least hit on it each each show here in June. How these, how each of these characters had, a, um, had an influence on Kenobi. Had... Um, kind of what their relationship with Kenobi was and that sort of thing. And so, with that said, so also with that, I'm going to do no spoilers. So even if it's a few weeks out um, after um, episodes from Kenobi, there's going to be no information, nothing from Kenobi um, being talked about on the podcast. So you guys don't have to worry about any spoilers or any sort of, if you haven't seen it yet or you get delayed on it. Um, episode getting it watched uh and that sort of thing which i get because actually at the end of the month i'm going to be out of town um the last week of june so i 
I think those Kenobis will be running. So I will actually probably miss, I won't be able to see that last episode until I get back from being out of town. So I get it. Uh, life happens. And so don't worry about spoilers. Um, we won't talk anything Kenobi show um, specific related. Um, everything that we're going to talk about will be um, related to Kenobi, but it'll be characters related, had an influence on. So. No worries there with spoilers or anything of that nature for the Kenobi show. So, with that said, um, with no further to do, I'm going to introduce to you our character for this week that we're going to take a deep dive into and talk about and just, um, yeah, go from there. So, uh, first off, before actually pause, before I get there, I know by the end of this, I may have people asking me why I didn't put Maul in here and within these four characters and part of the reason I didn't do Maul is because we just recently did him a month or two uh, back in April so I didn't want to I didn't want to double lap back to that and I know we looked at Maul specifically uh, pre-Empire and uh, Rise of the Empire and that sort of thing and so we didn't really get into um, prequel Maul um, and Kenobi's relationship much um, but I just thought we'd give that a break and I, I'm guessing someday we're going to come back to that um, we'll come back to Maul and dive into him more especially his origins and beginnings um, and that sort of thing so I'm just going to get that out of there it crossed my mind I thought about it but I, I decided uh, we'll go a different direction um, just because we recently did them. And so, anyways, with now with uh, no further to do, let's get into this week. So this week we got um, Obi-Wan Kenobi's master, Qui-Gon Jinn. I love Qui-Gon Jinn. He's a great, um, great Jedi. We, a little bit different Jedi, and we'll get into that a little bit later and that sort of thing. So um, Qui-Gon's homeworld, Coruscant. Um, and he was born 80 years before the Battle of Yavin, and he's a human male, and anything else I need to, um, oh, this other thing I was going to, um, point out, um, and we'll get into some of this, so Qui-Gon's master, Jedi master, uh, was Count Dooku, um, and so, which would have just been Dooku, Master Dooku at the time. And so, uh, and we'll talk about that a little bit as well. So that Qui-Gon's master was Dooku. And I think maybe a lot of people don't realize that or don't always think about it. And then Qui-Gon's apprentices, I say apprentices, plural. Um, first off, we have Obi-Wan, which is, we know, and that's kind of obvious. Secondly, um, on here, as... I was just finding some information. I thought these other two were interesting. I just thought it was worth mentioning. Is the other two princesses was Anakin Skywalker. Um, so when Annie's little, before um, when they still were calling him Annie, <laughs> they uh, the Anakin Skywalker he he kind of he doesn't formally train him, but informally and tells Anakin to watch him and kind of teaches him some things here and there. Um, before he dies and everyone takes Anakin as his apprentice and so on and so forth so Anakin and the other one and it makes sense but I hadn't thought about this um, and this is and we'll get into this a little bit later uh, a little more as well but Yoda 
Um, and you may be like, what? Yoda was an apprentice? And Yoda's a lot older than Qui-Gon. Um, in the sense, um, Yoda was trained, and we, we, the f- first glimpse we get of this is the end of Revenge of the Sith. Um, Yoda mentions he's communed with Qui-Gon and to Kenobi and all of this. And so, uh, but, with that said, so Qui-Gon, in some ways, in having this idea of a Force ghost, um, this being able to commune with the living after death, this whole idea, um, Qui-Gon is able to, he trains Yoda, in a sense, and in a sense, Yoda is his apprentice. Apprentice, You can take that either way, you want, whatever way you want it, whether it's, hey, this is Qui-Gon just teaching Yoda a lesson, and he's not really his apprentice, I'm cool with that. If you want to say he's a princess, sure. I don't think it matters. But I just thought it was interesting to point out, and we'll talk about it a little more later. So, but anyway, so that's with that said. We got, uh, but his main princess is Obi-Wan Kenobi, and with the connection and what we talked about this month, um, I thought that'd be good. A good starting point. So, uh, Qui-Gon is, as we... So we're going to jump in here. So appearances for Qui-Gon, we're going to go back to our old format uh, that we did in April and kind of be going from there. I know May we did things a little different just due to, excuse me, um, due to, uh, uh, I'm trying to completely, like Star Wars month and uh, that sort of thing. And so, so... Uh, so yeah, so appearances for Qui-Gon, first off is... The, and what we know is uh, Phantom of the Menace, the episode one, and uh, so we have that. And then other appearances for Qui-Gon, and I'm going to mention a few books for you guys. Um, which that will be... Uh, so Jedi Lost, uh, it's called Dooku Jedi Lost. So he's mentioned in that. Um, he's mentioned in Padawan, Master and Apprentice. Uh, where else is he mentioned? Queen's Peril, which talks about Padme Amidala, and then he's also mentioned. He's in Queen's Peril, and he's mentioned um, as well in Queen's Shadow. And what's the other one? Doctor Queen's. Uh, what is the other? I'm not seeing it on here. It's on uh, Queen's Hope. There we go. Uh, which is a Padme trilogy, and so uh, he's mentioned in all three. He's actually in the first one, and then I'm trying to think of other things I should for sure mention here. Uh, he's in some comics and that sort of thing, and then where else do we see him? So the next place I want to look at is he's in uh, as he as well. He is in some of the, well, not exactly, kind of. <laughs> he is in uh, Star Wars Clone Wars, um, the animated TV show. Uh, he appears as a ghost once, uh, or he appears as a ghost twice, maybe three times. Okay, he appears as a ghost slash spirit thing uh, twice, and then he's in a vision to Yoda once, and then he's mentioned quite a, in a handful of episodes as too as the excuse me as well. Um, and then 
he's also um, we hear his voice in Attack of the Clones. I don't know where that's at off the top of my head, but has that on here as well. Um, I have that written down, and then yeah, so so that's kind of the main areas. Uh, oh, the other one I was going to mention as well is he's also in one episode in Star Wars Rebels, uh, the TV show, A World Between Worlds, um, and uh, it's a when. Ezra gets into this, uh, how do I describe that, kind of like a, I mean, lack of better words, a time machine type uh, experience, um, and we hear Qui-Gon's voice, and so, so yeah, there's that, and then I think the other one I was wanting to mention is, the only other thing I want to mention with this is he's also in, uh, da -da -da. Oh, Rise of Skywalker. So we get uh, Qui Gon's voice, and excuse me, Rise of Skywalker, and when Rey is laying on the ground, um, which I think we talked about this with Kanan actually a couple months ago, um, we hear Qui Gon's voice uh, in that, and so that's kind of all his appearances where we see him in in Star Wars, and kind of to wrap that wrap your mind around those um i mentioned a couple books dooku lost uh dooku jedi lost that's i would recommend reading that um especially if you're interested in uh dooku this also is this one that talks i'm pretty sure that's one that also talks about um or not talk but um asaz ventures is in there um so that's kind of a fun um, Padawan is good, and then Master and Apprentice is also is good as well. So, um, I'd recommend those books um, if you're, if, especially if you like Qui Gon. I would dive into those. Um, and so, from that side, uh, <laughs> I just saw this down here. Um, so, I'm gonna put this out there a little bit as well. So, um, I know this released a couple months ago, but I just saw on here. Uh, he is, I don't know if I've seen this on any of the others yet, but uh, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, which released back in April. Um, and so I've been playing that a little bit on my PC, uh, which is a lot of fun um, and kind of reminiscent to my childhood of uh, playing Lego Star Wars. And so um, if you guys, uh, you guys are playing that, let me know. Um, uh, it's a fun game. Uh, just kind of goofy, a lot of funny things in it. Um, but yeah, so anyways, um, I just saw that on there, so I, th I thought that was interesting. I didn't uh, actually realize that they had that listed now, um, but they do. So anyways, and with that said, so Qui-Gon, um, we kind of have his appearances. We have uh, that he's a Jedi and all these sorts of things. And so with that, si with that said, we have... Um, Qui-Gon is a very interesting character, and I think in kind of what I like with Qui-Gon, we see um, apparently Qui-Gon goes against the Council's wishes, the Jedi Council's wishes, quite a few times. Uh, we don't really have too many... We don't have too many examples of this. Uh, we just know that Obi-Wan and Fisher and Phantom Menace, he mentions that uh, he'd be on the council if he didn't, or that Qui-Gon would be on the council if he didn't uh, see see things differently and do things differently than the council wished at times. And so we see that, and 
as like that's like I said, it's a uh, so he must kind of have a kind of a rebellious streak in him, but just uh, he just sees things differently um, than most Jedi, and does does he is firm in his beliefs and does what does what he believes is right. And we get a good example of this when he, the council mentions, hey, we don't want Anakin trained and all this, blah, blah, blah. And uh, uh, Qui-Gon kind of informally starts uh, Anakin's training and that sort of thing. And so we see that a little bit right there. And that's really the main area we see that, uh, which is just just interesting. So, so also we got... Where we at? So, so as I mentioned, I think it's interesting and noteworthy. And I wonder, I don't know for sure, wonder if part of the reason Qui-Gon is a little bit different and like he is, is because Dooku was his master. And so, with Dooku, Dooku kind of has... We don't know a lot about Dooku as... We don't know a lot about Dooku as a Jedi. Um, when he was actually a Jedi, we and that sort of thing. Um, but we do know that uh, he probably saw things a little different, and that was probably why <clears throat> Dooku eventually decided to leave the Jedi Order and go on his own, kind of do his own thing. And initially, he really wasn't causing any problems. He just left the Jedi Order, and so which. Uh, wasn't a big deal at first, and so with that said, though we so I think that may be part of the reason that Qui Gon maybe sees things a little bit differently is because of how he was trained and who he who was trained by, and that sort of thing. And then, so I think that's just something important to keep in mind as we talk through this uh, today. Is like. I wonder a little bit of why Qui-Gon is the way he is, is due to the fact of how Dooku trained him, um, and why he just sees, th- sees things a little differently, and so, and as we go on, we have, um, Master, so we, he becomes, uh, the, uh, Obi-Wan's master, uh, and that sort of thing, and then we know that um, and this is mentioned in Star Wars Clone Wars. I actually just watched this other day. I just got back and watched a few episodes. Um, but uh, we know that uh, with the, the, the Duchess Satine, the uh, Duchess of Mandalore, that uh, Obi-Wan mentions that him and Qui-Gon were sent on a mission, I think a, a year-long mission, to protect the Duchess, and so a Mandalore, and that sort of thing, and we eventually see that Kenobi and Duchess have a little bit of a, um, romantic feelings for each other, to say the least, and so, but, with that said, so, we know that, like, that's one of the f- missions we do know about, um, with, um, that and um, also with uh, some of the early missions and different things that they do, uh, Jedi and Apprentice is it? Uh, what is it? Master and Apprentice. The book gets into some of that, so I'd recommend you guys uh, talk uh, talk about or uh, go read that um, if you want to dive into more um, of that. And so. So that's a little bit of like, and we get to see more of his relationship with Kenobi and kind of how all that goes and 
um, that sort of thing. And so, but we also do see, I think, one thing, and as we talk today, that Qui-Gon really instilled in um, Obi-Wan is the is the mindset to do what is right. It is, is like the mindset to always do what is right, uh, what you know is right, even if other people or people you uh, believe are um, good are not doing that. And I, so I think uh, I think that is the part of it is like Kenobi really instills this idea of doing what is right no matter who is around him saying other things and doing it despite um, what uh, what despite what other people even if they're good people should be doing uh, or say they should be doing and that sort of thing and so uh, I think that is just a, a main thing that Qui-Gon instilled in Kenobi and that sort of thing and so with that said, um, we see then, and we see a little bit of this in, like, um, in Phantom Menace, and, like, Qui-Gon's like, hey, this is what I'm doing, and there's no, uh, there's, there's no discussion about it, like, this is what I'm doing, and so, with that said, it's just interesting, and I think that is a big, like, way that Qui-Gon influenced Kenobi and Qui-Gon um, mentored Kenobi and was his master in that sense and I mean was his master but how as his master he really formed Kenobi and that sort of thing and so and I think the other thing as well is with that is like a belief that things could be better I think Qui-Gon always had this belief even when things got rough and we see this a little bit as well is when uh, and the, this can be a little controversial but um, when Qui-Gon finds Anakin on Tatooine and discovers his midichlorian counts, which midichlorians are people getting hoopla about that. But, to say the least, he's very strong in the Force. And, with that said, so we have the... It's like we had Qui-Gon truly believes, um, and he says this quote. He says, "Finding him, Anakin, was the will of the Force. I have no doubt about that." And he tells that to the Jedi Council uh, when he's talking about um, when he's talking about uh, what am I trying to think of uh, training Anakin and that sort of thing. And so I think it just like he is very firm in his beliefs and what he should do and so with that so like he kind of takes upon his own to train Anakin regardless of what the council says and that sort of thing and uh, that with that and so which is just interesting and so he has this belief of the chosen one that Anakin's the one that will bring balance to the force and all this and at the same time the Sith start to reveal themselves with Maul and Sidious and Count Dooku and all that happens and the time frame shortly after that and with that and so I think that is this idea because when we see uh, we see Qui-Gon instill this belief in Anakin and who Anakin is. That Anakin is the chosen one. That he's the one that the, the prophecy says will bring him to uh, bring balance to the Force. Um, and 
that sort of thing. And we see Kenobi takes that because he Kenobi ends up taking Anakin as his Padawan um, in front of the Jedi Council, and the Jedi Council accepts it and all this stuff. And so, uh, but that is kind of this idea of like Obi Wan trained Anakin because of Qui Gon. I'm not sure if Obi-Wan would have trained Anakin without Qui-Gon. And, um, and I think this is an important dialogue to look at when we talk about that. Um, with So when they're on, when um, in Phantom Menace, when they're on Naboo, and they're fighting Darth Maul, and they're uh, in the, is that like a shield generator factory, or whatever that's called? I don't know what that is. Um... Uh, pa- uh, the palace generator complex. There we go. And so, um, but we see that Maul kills uh, Jin, and then Kenobi cuts Maul in half. He disappears, and as we know, he comes back later. But with that said, his the last interaction that they have is uh, between Obi Wan and Qui Gon. Um, Obi-Wan says, or Qui-Gon says, Obi-Wan, promise, promise me you will train the boy. Or, yeah, Qui-Gon says, Obi-Wan, promise me, promise me you'll train the boy. Obi-Wan says, yes, master. And Qui-Gon says, he is the chosen one. He will bring balance to the force. Train him. And so, like, even to Qui-Gon's dying breath, he believes this, and he, what do you want to say? He... He instills it in his apprentice and that sort of thing. And so, uh, and at the same time, uh, right after all of the Naboo negotiations and trade federation, trade federation negotiations and all this one, um, and when Anakin uh, is a pad- becomes the Padawan to Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan is also uh, becomes a Jedi Knight and is knighted in the sense, um, kind of all in that same scene. Um, and uh that sort of thing and so i think it's just interesting and so yeah and so that that kind of like i think that's kind of qui-gon's life the influence he had on uh on uh obi-wan and that sort of thing and so I think the other thing to note here, and I think it's interesting, is, uh, and I, I don't know why, I just thought about this, I don't know if I ever made this connection, so when we talk about, uh, when we, if we look at uh, Attack of the Clones, episode 2, and when Obi-Wan lands on Genosis, is taken uh, captive as like a prisoner, and uh, he's in these, uh, the... Ray things and locked up or whatever spinning and uh, Dooku comes in and talks to Obi-Wan and uh, mentions something to him about uh, the Sith there there being a Sith that is the head of the Senate and all this and that sort of thing Uh, and Obi-Wan says I'll never join you and all this and blah 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 but he also mentions in there that if Qui-Gon was still alive, uh, Dooku says if Qui-Gon was still alive, he would join him um, and join his cause, Dooku's cause. And I just find that interesting. And it's interesting to, yeah, it's just interesting. And so what I said, and 
Yeah. Um, so I just, it's like, I wonder what, yeah, just that whole scenario and that sort of thing. Um, like, would have Qui-Gon eventually seen it a little different? Maybe you left the Jedi Order, done what Dooku was doing, and they would have been Dooku and Qui-Gon. I don't know. Um, but it's just interesting because Dooku seems very, very uh, confident of that. Obviously, Obi-Wan seems confident the other way as well. So, it is what it is. But um, it's a what if for the fun of it. Uh, and that sort of thing of. Uh, yeah, so anyways, so that's kind of Qui-Gon's life and what we're looking at, and the last thing I want to get into before we kind of close out for the day is uh, Qui-Gon becoming immortal. So the first place we see this, and I mentioned this earlier, is at the end of Revenge of the Sith, well I guess the first time it was released, we see it before that in the Clone War, technically in Star Wars chronological order, in the Clone Wars um, TV show, in our chronological order, or the first chronological order, um, would have been Revenge of the Sith when it was released, uh, that Yoda says he has communed with uh, Qui-Gon and has started to learn the secrets to becoming um part of the cosmic for cosmic living force and to be able to um, speak with those who are living and so and we um this is a new concept because in the original trilogy we see force ghosts we see obi-wan we see anakin and yoda um and all that and so like it is definitely it's not a new concept but how it happened, um, we also didn't know that it was so recently that the Jedi didn't know how to do this. So, like, when Obi-Wan and Anakin or and Yoda are all Force ghosts, the, they didn't find this out but 40 years earlier. Um, so it hasn't been that long. Um, and so... With that said, the, uh, yeah, so Kenobi... Um, uh, and Kenobi is instructed by Yoda to commune with Qui-Gon and is kind of taught by Yoda how to do that and that sort of thing. And so in the, in, so in, and we get to see this, so in season, is it season six, I think? I might be wrong. Season six, I believe, of, excuse me, I thought it's a little getting coughed up here. Uh, yeah so in season 6 we I'm pretty sure uh, Clone Wars TV show we see that uh, this is when Yoda starts to figure out how to commune with Qui-Gon he goes to Dagobah uh, and communes with Qui-Gon and kind of Yoda is set on his own little mission and continues to learn even though he is the Grand Master which is kind of cool all of itself even the grandmaster is still learning about the force and that sort of thing and uh yeah so um yeah so it's just interesting to see that and kind of start to see how, um, as they talk about, can work through the midichlorians and the, 
the force to have a force ghost to talk. And another interesting thing to note is Qui-Gon um, never is able, Qui-Gon isn't able to actually become a force ghost. Uh, he, when uh, he meets with Yoda and the Clone Wars, he is kind of just these floating little lights <laughs> uh, that Yoda follows around and talks to, but he's able to talk through that. And so we see that, uh, and to clarify, so there's a couple times that we see Qui-Gon as what could be seen as Force Ghost, but it's actually a vision. Um, so when in Clone Wars, when Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Ahsoka are on Mortis, that is a vision that is not actually Qui-Gon as a um, Force Ghost, but also that does con start to connect to this idea of being able to live beyond one's life, this kind of immorality and all of this, and so, um, and working through the Force to do that and guide and instruct those to come. And so, with that said, uh, <clears throat> it is... Yeah, it's just, it's interesting to that. And I, I gotta think, and I don't know if this is because, a little bit because Qui-Gon just saw things a little bit differently and he was willing to go and learn new things, kind of do his own thing. And I think Qui-Gon was a very wise man, very wise Jedi Master and that sort of thing. And, uh, and so it's just interesting. And I think uh, kind of the apex of tonight or of the this story is how we um how what Qui-Gon thinks of Obi-Wan and um in the Phantom Menace Qui-Gon says to Obi-Wan you've been a good apprentice Obi-Wan you're a much wiser than, man than I am I foresee you will become a great Jedi Knight and I think in this there's this idea of like Qui-Gon knows that Obi-Wan's going to be special. Um, I don't know if Qui-Gon knows he's going to be the... I don't think Qui-Gon knows what Order 66 is, that he's going to be the one to start to train Luke and all this stuff. But Qui-Gon knows that something about Obi-Wan, he's going to be a great Jedi. And I think that's just part of who Qui-Gon is. His innate nature is a little bit different than a lot of Jedi, which is just, uh, I think, very interesting. And so... It's just, it's just fun to see. Uh, and so, I'm just kind of scrolling through my notes here, making sure there's nothing else I want to add for today. I don't think there is. I'm not seeing anything. Oh, yeah. I don't think so. I think that's everything, guys. Um, I know, sorry, that was probably a little weird. I don't usually do that, but I just wanted to make sure I got everything there in my notes. And... With that said, though, and so we still got our last segment, and as we always do on these, the on our episodes here on Ice Slam, we predict where we will see this character next. Um, Qui Gon, and probably a lot of these characters in June. I don't know where we're gonna see him next. Um, be honest with you, the one place I could see us potentially seeing Qui-Gon, and I mentioned this, I mentioned this uh, TV show coming up, and it may even still be a year, at least a year out, probably, maybe two, is, it's called Acoly Acolyte, um, and from my understanding, this Acolyte's supposed to take 
place in the timeline before Phantom Menace. And so I just wonder if we could potentially see Kenobi in that. Because um, I'm guessing Acolyte might have to do something in the mall uh, with Palpatine, with even, I don't know if we would see um, Plagueis and Acolyte or not. But I definitely think some of these could be uh, possibilities, and Qui-Gon would be there, and Count Dooku would be around, and probably have some influence. Uh, I, that would be my one guess of where we could see uh, we could see Qui-Gon come up. And the other place I'm going to mention, I'm just throwing this out there, and this is like a complete curveball, complete guess, I have literally no idea, um, is, let me look this up. Uh, go with this little fix. Okay, which is very interesting. So, the High Republic era, um, and this is the only other place I could see. Him, uh, Qui-Gon potentially setting up is a high republic area, and a high republic area is approximately 300 um, to 82 uh, years before the Battle of Yavin. And so um, it says that Qui-Gon was born in 80, 80 years before the Battle of Yavin, and so maybe there's a little overlap technically there's two years two year space gap in there um that he wasn't born so um but that'd be the only other place is if as they continue to produce some of the high republic books and comics and if for some reason we see qui-gon as a young boy in that uh a young apprentice uh but that would be the only other place that i would think we'd have a chance as of right now with what they've announced um that are potentially coming out and so which would be pretty cool um but it also seems like the high republic is uh technically stopping so we may not get anything from for the, uh from uh the high republic with qui-gon in it um just a thought i wasn't exactly sure um on that so that's just out there curveball chew on it if you want and uh, think about it a little bit, but so I think that so I think that'd be the only other place we could see potentially see Qui Gon. But the main place I think we have a chance. I don't even know if it's a very high chance. I'd say it's like forty percent chance it actually happens, maybe less than that. But is maybe seeing Qui Gon and Acolyte, depending on what we don't really know a whole lot about Acolyte yet. Um, like I said, I. All I really know for sure is that Acolyte is going is supposed to be um, in the time frame before the Phantom Menace. I'm guessing it's referring to Maul um, due to the fact that um, kind of knowing some of the origins of the Night Sisters and Night Brothers and Maul being that Zabrak um, and all that stuff and knowing some of that I assume it's referring to Maul but I could be off on that and so who knows uh, it's a potential uh, but we don't really know for sure on that either but that would be the one place I'd say we actually have a decent chance and so yeah so that's what I got for you guys today um, so Qui-Gon um, as always, I'd love to hear from you guys and more. If you guys have any other thoughts, any things I didn't mention that you just want to 
throw out there um and uh, feel free to uh like i said i'd love to hear from you um you guys can get a hold of me um you can dm dm me on ike's flame on instagram or you can email me at ikesflame at gmail.com and uh you guys can also um find me uh yeah so come follow find me like post all that stuff interact with me um on the on instagram as well i if you guys haven't noticed yet i've been doing um an ice question of the week um usually on friday and saturdays it comes out um on an instagram love to hear you guys interact love to interact with you guys there um when i release those as well and um if we have some fun stuff coming with that i might end up bringing it up in the show but with that said uh so yeah you guys can find me on instagram you guys can also find me on youtube at Ixfim as well i put all these podcasts up on youtube so check me out there as well uh if you want to uh check out our podcast on youtube as well and thanks for listening guys and hope you guys have a great tuesday or whatever day it is that you guys are listening to this podcast and as always as we like to say here at Ike's Flame, light the fire. Have a great week, guys. <laughs>